Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with... Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe Les. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. Yeah, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. We're live! Yay! Hello! I was talking about the video. The oh, video got oh. bonus. The yes. Patreon, you get a little bonus business. Get in there. Boy, I am rusty. I've been off the pod for six years. I know. It's bizarre. Oh, hit Fanny just emailed us. That works out nice. Ooh. Oh, you emailed us, her, too. Yes, cucumber mint. What the hell is cucumber mint? What is this? It's deodorant. We're getting we're getting a free deodorant. Oh, I want eucalyptus. Eu- eucalyptus mint. Wait, what's eucalyptus? Eucalyptus is nice. You'll like eucalyptus. Put me down for a uke. All right, two ukes. Well, you already said cucumber. I don't know if you could take it back. Ah. Lavender rose sounds nice. Ah, it's a gay bar. Coconut vanilla stinks. Yeah, too much vanilla out there. I like a vanilla. Uh, a vanilla is my number one flavor, as you may or may not know. I still am blown away by that. No, At least I'll put blow some you. chocolate on it. No, I'll blow you. We've talked about Please. this before. People shit on vanilla, but it's it's just as exotic as chocolate or strawberry or your mother's cunt. It's not about exotic, it, but a vanilla is the default. I don't want the default. But we've talked about this before. We're in reruns, but uh-huh. people act like vanilla is plain. People say just plain vanilla, and you're like, right. no, vanilla. It's a bean. It's a it's a flavor. It's a bean. It's like coffee bean or chocolate beans. Is bean chocolate bean or is that a what is that? Cocoa bean. Huh. The cocoa bean. Wow. I believe yeah, it's bean. Go back to the cocoa bean. Uh, where's the? I'm trying to find the ad so I can get off my phone and stick Black it up bean. my ass. Pinto. Alfonso. Um, I don't also know what you're talking about. Beans. Yesterday from Fanny, July ad schedule. Reminder. July 3rd. Okay, I we got, got it. two? I don't know. Oh, There's boy. two emails. All right, well, hey, we got to get cooking. There's people listening to this. Check, check, one, two, anal queef, semen. Boy, I have not seen you in, what, 17 days, I think? Is Something it that, like that long? Well, it's been a while. Ooh. I was gone for two full weeks, That's, 14 days. Is that a fortnight? I don't know. It was regular nights. Was that a four score? Several years ago. Four yes. score and several or seven? Seven. Oh, okay. Right, I think Alexa? it's 27, yeah. The, okay. s- the score is five years. Is that right? And it's four score and seven, so it's 27 years. Ah. I believe. But a score might be f- four, so it's 16 plus seven, which would be 22. Now, that's just a three. style choice. You could have just said, hey, 23 years ago, you fags, I was here. Oh, yeah, it was very stylish. He was a stylish guy. He had the tall hat, the yeah, weird beard. the beard, the gaze. You know, you never see anyone else rocking that beard. No prez. No, anybody. Well, Amish. The the uh, the muzzies have the beard. Not with no mustache, do they? Oh yeah, oh yeah. No Saddam kidding. and all them. So maybe Saddam didn't have that. Saddam ben, had the mustache. He had my dad's mustache. Bin Laden. Bin Laden had mustache and beard, I, I believe. Don't know if he had a stash. I think he had some lip hair. He was stashed. That was a uh, <laughs> that was a great Gullman joke. Uh-huh. Where he said the uh, the just the, this is the Fu Manchu. This is a goatee, and he goes the beard with no mustache. That's called ugly. <laughs> Lincoln had one. They shot him. Oh wow! That was an old bit of his. I like it. I think I had another line there. Lincoln was Lincoln a Muslim? Is what I was going to say. Oh no, no, he freed the slaves. Well, what does that have to do with? Muslims were slaves too, weren't they? Uh, I'm sure at some point in the Muslim world. I think everybody was enslaved at some point. Oh yeah. Feels like I don't know. Yeah, we act like we're the only people who slaved. Yeah. Enslaved. A lot of slaving going on. Oh, the Irish. Yeah, that's everyone says that, but I don't know what goes on there. A lot of drinking. It's a go-to argument, but I've never seen any... I never read any of the things. I just see people say that, and then other people go, no, no, it's bullshit. The Jews. Yes, they built the pyramid, didn't they? And they killed Jesus and something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know much about anything. Yeah, I pay them rent. But anyways, I was gone for 14, seven countries in 14 days. Pretty wild. Wow. Counting America. America, Bulgaria, Romania, Poland, Italy, Germany, Canada. Is that six? Shit, I might have missed one. I think I, I think you missed one. I think I took a left at Albuquerque. Maybe I missed one. Hold on. America. Yeah. Then I went to Italy. Okay. Then I went to Poland. Then uh-huh. I went to Bulgaria. Then I went to Romania. Then I went to Germany. Then I went to Canada. That's uh, seven. You missed Italy the first round. No, I said Italy. Maybe I it's missed it. It's recorded. You I missed don't, it. Don't care for the whoops. Uh, I might have you beat there with the Kreischer tour. All right. Well, I'm just talking about just what just happened. All right. All right. All right. I'm but just, go uh, ahead. No, I'm curious. All right. Ireland. Yeah. England. 
Scotland, Copenhagen. That's not a country. Amsterdam is not. What no, is that, Dutch? You switched to cities. Shit. It's Dutchland. Netherlands. Netherlands. Or Holland. Aha. Uh-huh. Holland Tunnel. is the Netherlands. Wait. I don't know what we're at now, but then there was uh, Norway. No. Where's that? Norway's up there. Okay. Norway. It's not far from Copenhagen. Yeah. I think Scan- it's next to Oslo. I think it's Scandinavia. Scandinavia's up there, too. Finland is not part of Scandinavia, Sweden. I learned. Sweden, that's Scandinavia. All right, what am I at? I don't even know. I don't know. All right. <laughs> You're at oh, Mark Norum. And, <laughs> and Belgium. Ooh, yeah, waffles. So whatever that is. All right, continue there, Fatty. Well, I don't know where to start. I mean, we're all over the fucking map here. We haven't recorded since I don't know when. Uh, the 80s, I believe. And then it's weird when the episodes come out, and I don't know what we talked about. People are tweeting, and right. then I'm like, I don't even remember. We, we did an episode. I know. And then I'll post a photo, and they go, I can't wait to hear about that cockfight in Puerto Rico. I'm like, hold on, hold on. We got some backlog here. Yeah, we got a lot of backlog. So wait, wait, why don't you start? Because my throat hurts well, and I'm gay. Mine, I'll we'll ease in. We'll let's transition. Ease, we, sometimes we get hot and heavy, and all of a sudden I'm in Poland. I don't know what's going on. Exactly. Well, that's what happened with the stormtroopers. All right. I went to I was switch. Oh, slow down there. All right, all right. All right. So I can't uh, forget. Never again. Back in, I don't know, ten years ago, I went to Salt Lake City, Utah. Wise guys, love this club. Okay. One of the uh, sleeper A rooms. I know everybody's like, oh, Acme, Comedy on State, Denver. Wise guys, killer room. Okay. By the way, that's us that says that. What's that? You're like, everyone said, oh, wise guys, Acme. I'm like, that's that's you and I. Uh, All right, well. We do that. I'm shitting on myself. I know. You made us sound like jerks. Well, I'm just saying we got we to gotta throw wise guys in the mix. Put wise guys in there. I'm putting bananas in, by the way. Hasbro Kites. Easy there, fam. I'm kidding, of course. All right, but I put your name down in the bucket. What bucket? At the wise guys. I don't think I'm getting booked at wise guys. Uh, Michelle's talked. You told me two years ago, I got you in definitively. You're in, you said. <laughs> That's a quote. I think you had a schedule snap. And then Ari's like, oh, yeah, we talked to you. And yeah. then Michelle's like, I told him that you're the best. Yeah, he brought your that name up. That was six months ago. That's what you said last time. Something about a type two mouth. I'm and, not working uh, Utah. Five head. I think it's safe to say you're going to have to come see me in New Mexico. Oh, hey, in December. Yes, Santa Ana. Albuquerque. Whatever. Uh Uh-huh. So, go out to Utah. I got to fly out of JFK, which is always a kick in the pants. I hate JFK. Now, why do you do JFK when Newark is so close? Because the Utah flights to Salt Lake are better. Uh, Delta. Delta. That's a hub. Trying to be more loyal. Mm Mm-hmm. So, uh... I get that to JFK. It's a shit flight. It's like five hours. It's nothing pretty. I don't realize it, but I check my Delta app. Sure. Middle seat. Gah! What are you doing? I, I got a gal who does all this now. I don't understand how you have these problems. Because I'm so hooked on the, the, the timing of the flight and the price of the flight. I don't even, I you know, it just says 5E, 5A, 5K, uh, 5L. Oh, unbelievable. That's all I do. Every day I check the, every seat. I look for the yeah, seat, a better seat. Yeah. I go exit row. I see there's a seat that's free in front of me so no one's leaning back. Wow. It's my whole life. It's all about seat choice. Wow. All right, all right. You can't sit here. Remember that? Yes. Rosa Parks that's, was similar. That's Zemeckis' kid that says that. Is that right? Yeah, fun fact. Get out of town. Yeah. Seat's taken. Zemeckis? Zemeckis. Wow. He had a kid, and he said, hey, you want to be a racist piece of shit? Well, that wasn't race. I guess that was just... That was a uh, snob? Well, snob, he's... he's he was not he's ex- inclusive. To, a, to like a retarded kid. That's not oh, a race, but it's, you know, it's, it's bigotry. Uh, bigotry. That's yes, the word, yes. Yes, Wow, the retard... Beat bigotry. That's you don't hear about that one as much. Most people go, "Hey, okay, he's retarded. Get him in here." Yeah, that's true. Huh? I like a retard. I love uh, a retard. Big fan of the tards. All so right. life goes on. Yeah, you got that right. Um, so uh, yeah, get on the flight, JFK. I go. All right, I'm in the middle seat. And you know when it starts raining and you're in the water, the rain you just go. Ah, I'm just gonna enjoy it or whatever. Make the most of it. Oh, I see. You can't get wetter than wet. Thank you. You can't get more middle than middle seat. Right. Maybe the Middle East. I middled for a long time. Beards. So I go out the middle seat. I'm sitting there fine and dandy. I got a lady on my right, a lady on my left. I love being in between a lady. A nice nice cunt sandwich. Oh, yeah. We talked about this before. When I'm on the train, you have to pick a seat. I always look for a lady, a little lady. Yes. Because they're petite, and they usually smell better than men. You got that right. Definitely. Usually. So... I get in there, I'm sitting there, two ladies, whatever, she's uh, sleeping, she's gay, and uh, this kid, you know, about an hour into the flight, this kid's just going like, 
And I look over. It's in the other row. It's a fat, maybe 14-year-old. He's got a little scraggly facial hair, glasses, you know, hat, twisty, kind of nerdy kid, like a Comic-Con dude. Sounds like me. No, no, a chunky. Oh, I like, see. He's a little chunky. He's got some shorts on, some clunky black shoes and a jacket around his waist. This kid is a dweeb. Okay. He's a fat dweeb preteen or whatever, 14, 13. So he's kind of going, like having these weird speaking in tongues. And the mom and the dad, they're all, like it's a dweeb family. There's the fat sister, the ugly dad, the gross mom. Wow. You know, they're all together. Sounds like Zemeckis Jr. would hate them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He, He couldn't sit there. So then the mom's going, it's okay, Barry, or whatever. It's okay. She's like petting him. And then out of nowhere, oh, boom, yaks all over the oh, seat in front of him, oh on his God. lap, on the window. I'm talking like, bah, like out of a movie. Like Lardass. Yes, exactly. Stand by him. So uh, he was just yakking that. And I got a look at it where you're like, oh, I wish I hadn't seen that. Oh. It's like that orange, tinty, yellow chunks. I was going to guess yellow. Yes. Bile. Yes! And vile. Yeah! Bile is vile. And I was getting miles. Interesting. So, <laughs> oh, wow. That was good. <laughs> all right. So, uh, smiles. We were, uh, I'm just like, oh, and you know, the two women next to me are going like, oh, you know, when one guy pukes, it gets that feeling. It's like a boner. Like, you you go, maybe I'm turned on. But except with puke, you go, maybe I got to puke. You get a boner when I get a boner? Well, if I see you fucking, I'll probably get it turned on. I'd love for you to see me fuck. Maybe I should have said eat. If I see you eating, I want to eat. Right. That's a better analogy. Eating pussy. Mm-hmm. So uh, this kid, so now everybody's kind of going like like gasping and going like, oh, God, oh, geez, what are we doing? Like people are rocking and moaning. And uh, he was, it was those yaks were just like, like you could hear the gurgling of it, you know? Oh, oh it's grotesque. I couldn't even. I'm not an easily uh, squeamish Jew, but I mean, this was too much. Oof. And so the dad's turned around. The dad's in front of him. The dad's going, "It's okay, Barry. It's okay. Get it out. You'll feel better. Whatever." Like they're coaching him up. Did they try to give him the little bag? The bag was useless. I mean, he was puking wider than the bag was right. the opening of it. And it was just so much. It was all in the pocket in front of the seat, and uh, the whole thing. I mean, the back of the seat in front of him, and it was uh, it was too much. On the Sky Mall. Yeah, and uh, these these flight attendants, as much as I shit on them and call them cunts, and for their their snooty and snotty, they were they snapped in. Oh, they run in. They, they have a, uh, a a powder you put down on the yak, so it kills the smell. Oh, like the wood chips when yes, you're a kid. The chips, Chippendale. So. It kind of dies down. We go, well, that was something. Jesus Christ. All right. Everybody's back to normal. The smell is gone. The kid is, he's kind of dealing with it. The parents are petting him. And then, you know, another half hour. Boom. Another one. He's going through the puke bags like there's no tomorrow. I'm like, how much fluid is in this kid's body? So now it's just ongoing. Now we're in it. We're up at 10,000 feet. We're above Kansas somewhere. And this kid is knee deep in vomit jesus that's a low flight by the way yeah oh, is it? <laughs> that's very know. low Five hundred thousand? Thirty thousand feet uh, here's like thirty-five thousand, thirty-seven thousand, depending ten thousand wi-fi ten thousand i think might be uh maybe wi-fi uh-huh. and then like the waitress can move around and that, maybe that's when you can throw up i guess <laughs> waitress <laughs> and um <laughs> maybe that's when you skydive too Lot, lots uh, happening at ten thousand ten is a popular uh, level ten's good <laughs> <laughs> so at this point, I'm getting a little, little churny, so I go to the bathroom. Uh-huh. Now I'm like, God, I'm in the middle seat. It's a five-hour flight. I hate myself. I'm hungover, whatever. And so I go to the bathroom. I'm just like, God, all right, just get through this. Get through this. And then you start doing like, hey, at least I'm not that kid. Right. You know, he's got a worse flight. His parents are worse. And his fat sister, she's got the earbuds in. She's finger-popping. She, she knows this kid. This happens every two seconds with him. Not to mention, once he's done puking, the troubles are not over. Right. It sounds like he's got some clumpy shoes, you said. Yeah, oh yeah, he's a mess. So I go pee, or just kind of regain myself in the bathroom. Five minutes later, I come back. The two ladies have moved. Uh-oh. They went to the back of the plane because no one wants to be around this guy. Oh. So now I've got the whole row. Nice. I'm cleaning up. This kid did you a favor. And this is what I learned a lot about myself. Now the kid is yakking, more yakking, more yakking. I don't care. I'd rather have the space and the yak than middle seat, no yak, mm. which says a lot about me. Space and yak versus middle seat, no yak, with, with yak. 
Yes. Wait. Wait. Space and yak. Yeah. No space, no yak. Right. Yes, of course. Don't talk back. So, you know, I'd rather be alone and with puking than have people and no puke. Yeah, of course. Okay. So uh, these ladies, they hightail it to the to the tail wing, and uh, I'm just li- I'm leaning back and it's just blah, and I'm going, hey, you know, get it out, Barry. I'm 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 chilling. Boy, poor Barry. Do you think he ate something, or does he have that? I think he's Is that a the little flavor of retard he has. I think he's got a little stomach semen. I don't know what's going on, but he was uh, he's this was normal. You can tell the parents are like, it's all right, get it out. Like they were reading a magazine the whole time. He's like, got like Down's bulimia. Yes, <laughs> Downlemia. So uh, yeah. So here's the thing, though. We land the plane and we go. All right, this kid has been puking for four hours. Mm-hmm. It's probably, you know, the turbulence, the, the gurgle of the plane, the, the jiggle. This is the kook. This is the clinker. We land. We're taxiing. Okay, thanks, folks. Here we go. We're going to uh, pull into gate E8, and then we'll let you off here. we got to just wait a minute. Blah, blah. Yaks on the ground. Oh. Pukes on the tarmac. I mean, this kid's dying. He might be dead. I think he's got Crohn's. Oh, no, Crohn's is shitting, I think. Oh, shit. No, he's got bulimia or uh, hypothermia. What's the other one that's like bulimia but different? Anorexic? I think that might be it, but that's not right. He was chubby. Okay. I think he was just a wacky tobacco. Maybe he uh, ate some fish or something. Something. Maybe he had some airport sushi. I don't know. But It's this like kid, Jordan. Yeah. The flu game also took place in Salt Lake City. Is that right? Yeah. Oh. They suspect he might have been poisoned by a local. Whoa. That's a theory. Those Mormons, they're uh, shifty. Yep. Hamilton. So, uh, good play. So, yeah, I get off of there and I go, oh, thank God. And you just you get out of that plane everybody's like, oh, that was insane. Like There was so much puke. Go to the show. Shows are great. Caleb Sinan featured. Oh, I know that guy. Killer act. Very funny. Check him out. I think he lives in L.A. He's yeah. a cute kid. He's from uh, Georgia. I don't even know if I know him. He's, we've tweeted at each other before. Great jokes. Great uh, style. The whole thing. And we just had a ball. Oh, and I, the, the good staff. You go, you go out with the staff. It's one of those clubs where, and it's kind of old-fashioned, where the staff is always there. They never flip. Oh, interesting. You know, it's the same group of gals the whole time, and you got to flirt with one, and you got to thing with this one and that one. You know, it's a good time. Sure. So, uh, yeah, there's uh, Salt Lake. Now, I don't want to hog here. Oh, don't, no hog. I mean, I don't know you know where to begin here, but I'll start with the beginning of the trip. Oh, boy. So I did Gotham Comedy Club. Let me dabble into that. Dream come true. I Very exciting. Friday, Saturday, pretty full. I had Stone and uh, Sarah on the show, which is, you know, the, the loves of my life, my two wives over there. Yeah, the dream team. And a uh, great time, and I can't remember if anything notable happened, but I'll tell you, it just feels good to work a weekend at home. I did radio in New York what? and talked to some old radio, just Howard Stern or some guy. What? And then, ah, I'm kidding. Ah. But it was some old guy down in, like, uh, Tribeca or something. Did you ever do that one? No, some no. old guy, rock and roll guy, Johnny or something. He was, like, a class. He still smokes. Johnny. And he's like, you're going to see the Stones. I saw the Stone. I don't even think I talked about seeing the Stone. I don't know what's going huh. on. Maybe I did talk about that. Oh, I did talk about that. Yeah. But anyways, went to see, uh, went to Gotham. Gotham, four shows. They were all great. Every show was great. Nice. No hiccups? No hicks, no ups. Just a good, straight, four killer shows. Nice. Now, the next day, I got to fly to Milan. I got to fly to Frankfurt and then Frankfurt to Milan. What a life. Now, it's Wimbledon final is on Sunday. You know, I love me some tennis. I'm obsessed with the tennis. I'm getting up at 8 a.m. every day to watch. Longest game ever, right? Uh, Longest final. First final that ever went to uh, extra innings. Uh You know, and um, a tie break, they call it in tennis. But anyways, so I get up early. I get up at 8 in the morning, and my flight leaves at like 7.30 p.m. So I'm like, Jesus. I got to be there. I got to get there early. I'll get there at 5.30. It's international, the whole thing. So I'm like, I got till 4.30 to leave. And the fucking, I don't know, these times probably aren't right. Someone's going to write to me. I'm just giving you times. I wake up at 8 a.m. I'm like, this, if this match isn't five hours, I get to watch the whole match. Ooh. Then I'll leave for the airport. Of course... You know how it goes. Here we go. The match is just a fucking all-time classic. Federer, Djokovic, it goes back and forth, up and down. And now what happens is, you know me, I stop enjoying the greatest match ever because I'm doing the countdown. Yes. I start going, all right, it's the fourth set. If this goes to a tie break, this is going to take forever. So now I'm rooting 
for Federer, of course, but I'm rooting for him to win quick. Every time it goes, I'm like, now I just want Djokovic to win so it'll end. I just want right. to see the end of it. Uh-huh. And now I'm just stressed. I'm fucking throwing shit around. And you know you do that thing where you have to leave at a certain time. You're like, let me do every single thing I have to do. Yes. So when this ends, I'm just out. So I'm like, in between like a, like a, a set or a game, I'm like, all right, I'll tie my shoes now. Uh-huh. I'll brush my teeth. Oh, I I'll like floss. It. I'll run next door, get my, my plane snacks. Then I'm like trying to think of what else I can do to be productive, but really I'm just stressing out, and now I'm not enjoying anything. Sure. So, of course, the thing goes to fucking extra, you know, uh, tie breaks and just keeps going. It's a nine-hour match. Now I got to leave, and I'm texting with Michelle Wolf, my friend Bart, and, you know, Alex Brazell, who's a big tennis guy. So I'm oh, texting with all these people. Wow. So now I got to text everyone and say, hey, you got to stop texting because I'm going to stream it. Because uh-huh. I got to switch to the app. So now I got the ESPN app going, watching the match, but it's a delay because it's streaming. Yes. So I have to say, do not text me no matter what, you fucking son of a bitch. I get a Lyft driver. We get in the Lyft, and I'm like, all right, I waited a half hour longer than I wanted to Ooh. leave. Now, once you leave, and I give myself extra time, of course, but I'm like, once you leave past that time, all you can do is think about if I had left at that time course, that I wanted to leave. Of course, yes, I've been there. So I get in the car. I'm like, we're still fine. If it takes an hour, I'll still be fine. So we start the journey. Uh-oh. And now everything in Astoria, they're working on every part of Astoria. 31st uh-huh. Street, the main throughway is shut down. So we go up. We have to turn all the way around. We go all the way back. We go this way. This road's blocked. It takes me 45 minutes wow. to get out of Astoria. Wow. And I'm watching the match. The match isn't going the way I want it to. I'm stuck in traffic. I'm sweating. I'm yelling at the guy. He's a nice guy, too. He's like, this is crazy. I've never seen anything like this. And I'm trying to watch the tennis match. Yes. And he's like, do you like cricket? You must like, because the cricket ah. final was the same day. He's telling me about the goddamn cricket final. I'm like, I'm trying to watch the tennis match. Yeah, I want to hear crickets. We can't get out of there. Finally, we get to the fucking thing. The traffic is insane. And I'm like, I'm going to miss my flight. I'm going to miss the flight to fucking Germany. Wow. Out of control. Eventually, I run, run, Rudolph through the thing. I do the home alone. I got my bag on my ass and my whatever the fuck. I make the plane. Barely make the plane, though. Yeah. Get in there. And now you have the long flight. But it's business class. Louis, you know, he's still doing okay. Nice business class. No one in the seat next to me. I got my feet up, the whole thing. I sleep the whole flight, which is nice, pretty much. I kept my eyes closed the whole flight, I should say. Now, what are we talking, eight hours? Yeah, about eight hours. Seven and a half, I think. Wow. So I get to Frankfurt, and now it's that weird feeling where it's six in the morning or whatever the fuck. I have no idea what time any of this. all happened two weeks ago. I got nothing. I got questions. Okay, sure. How How much is the lift? Because that when those those lifts now are like eighty bucks, it's a lot. Bucks. Yeah, sixty bucks from my house, I think something That's like insanity. that. That's insanity. Yeah, it's tough, tough lift, not enjoyable, but uh, it was so stressful. And then the match, of course, Djokovic won, but which is a bummer. You, isn't it kind of nice that you care about the match that much? I, I'm jealous that you care. I watch. I go. That's a good game. This is fun. But you're like, ha! Ah! Oh, I was going crazy. Well, I mean, Federer had two match points, and I, this is the thing. I don't know how these athletes do it. I can't get over it. He had two match points on his own serve. Yeah, he's serving for the match. Couldn't win, and like I'm like I can't get over. Like the whole flight, I'm just like wait. I'm like fuck, how? and like how do they get over it? They're in it. Uh, you know what I mean? Of course, it's brutal. It's like I mean I can't even describe what that would be like comedically. There's no equivalent. Nah, no, nah, I'm trying to think of one. Because it's like a tournament. You've won seven matches, or six matches. It's the seven match, and you're gonna beat the guy. All you have to do is get one fucking point, and, and you're serving. And he couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Oh. And then it ends up losing and uh, heartbreaking. heartbreaking. And it's fun to watch, too, because he's won fucking 22 of them or whatever, and he's still just, yeah, fucking fuck me. But also a, co- a commending, le- or what do you call it? you got to give props to the other guy for stopping all those. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's so hard to close out because everything, it's like comedy a little bit. It's like sad, like when anything mental you get to that last point, and there's just an amount of you and him. Amount of you ticks down, and an amount of him ticks up. Yeah, it ticks. Where you're like, all right, one more point. All I got to do is get this one point, and then the other guy's like, this is it. I'm going to fucking lose? Oh. Fuck you. I'm not going to lose right now. And then they're thinking, let me just not lose on this point. Yes. And you're just thinking, let me just win this point. Yes. And it, it just It always happens. Point no one ever point. wins a close Match. No one ever wins in the first match point. Never happens. But haven't you had that in ping pong or something where you're like, oh, I got this. And then the guy pulls it back. Yeah, you start. It's the worst feeling. I've had it. It's a a bad feeling. tortoise in the hair bullshit. I remember, I think we talked about this. I remember losing to Louis Katz playing racquetball. And I was such a better athlete because he looked like a nerd. He's like a little like, boo. He kept like, 
accidentally hitting it. It's like playing poker with someone that can't play poker. Yeah, the beginner's luck. And they just go, or they just go, they, they're betting in on a thing, and they get the river, and you're like, what, you fucking cunt, uh-huh. what are you doing in this game with a pair of twos, you piece of shit? Yeah, but he beat you. Jim twos. Yeah, Louis Katz. Great comic. Both great comics. Funny guys. Very funny. One's a Jew. Yep. The other one's what? Is he Italian or something? What's twos? English? That Plural. Irishy. The twos. I don't, I don't know. know what he, he's got a weird look. He could be anything. I'm in my head here. I feel like this is one of the ones where I got too much and ends up sucking. I'm not even into Europe yet. We're 25 minutes go, in. Go, sorry, I'm all of a sudden on a flight. I feel like the story stinks. I had the best two weeks of my life. It's like we talk no. about. Sometimes when they're too good, there's no stories. I'm like, it was just great. But anyways, let me get there. I get can't there. go through the whole trip. Let me get into the story that I have. Because I can't just go through the whole trip. It was fucking two weeks long. I want to hear every inch of it. Uh, I feel it all. Oh! This is what I forgot. This is why you take notes. Yeah, okay. You take notes. So it takes fucking forty minutes to get out of Astoria. I almost—I feel like I'm gonna miss my flight. I get to Lufthansa, like the heist. Yes. Oh, Jimmy. Two something stole my truck. I get there, and it's like this—it's crazy because I'm used to just Delta. I like my airline, my terminal, but this is the international terminal. It's, it's Lufthansa. I got the thing on the app. I downloaded the app. I get in line. I'm business class, so it's a shorter line. I wait in line. It's quite a bit, though. These uh-huh. international flights, they're huge planes. So there's a ton of people. Oh, yeah, big plane. I wait about 15 minutes, and I'm worried because I had all this traffic, so I'm a little stressed. I get up there. I scan the thing. It goes, boop. Oh. Big red X comes up, and it's a big, you know, mook fucking idiot uh, TSA guy. And he goes, doesn't work. Got to go get a paper ticket. Oh, this is why I get the paper. I go, what? What, what, do, you mean, what do you mean paper ticket? I'm get like, are you serious? He's like, I'm, I'm not, I am serious. He's like, we've had trouble all day with the phone. You got to go back. No, shit. It wasn't the guy yet. There's a lot happening here. Uh-huh. It's a woman. And she goes, no, it's been happening all day. I'm really sorry. And I'm like, so what do I do? She goes, you can just come back to the front of the line. I go, okay, so how do I do that? Do I get a pass? She's like, no, just tell them. Uh, I don't and like I go, that. Wait, I'm just going to tell people that I got to go in front of them? That doesn't work. She goes, yeah, 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 just go do it. So I go, all right, fine, fuck. So now I got my suitcase. I got to shuffle past everybody who's in line. Wow. And they're annoyed because they're like, why are you going against the grain? I yeah. like, excuse me, excuse me, sorry, excuse me. Back through this whole line. I go over to Lufthansa. That line is huge. Oh, no. I grab a lady. I go, how do I get a paper ticket? I, I got to get up there. My thing's not working, and I, I, I don't know what to do. They said the, the phone's She goes, yeah, the phone tickets aren't working. I'm like, well, why don't you have a sign uh-huh. before? If everybody knows this, yes. put a sign that says, hey, mobile tickets aren't working. Paper money. So fortunately, I got to, bills, bills. So fortunately, I get, I'm business class, so I get to cut most of the big line. I go up. I go, hey, I need a paper ticket. My thing's not working. Guy gives me a paper ticket. Okay. I come back around. I go, can I go to the front of the line? They said I could. She goes, yeah, sure. And I go, well, can you take me? She goes, no, no, just tell people. Uh, I go, I'm this? not just telling people. I get to go past them. That's insane. That's insanity. We're living in a society. So I go, fuck it. I'll just wait in the security line again. So I wait another 10 minutes. I get to the thing. Here comes the big mook. Scan the paper ticket. Goes, Whoa. Sorry, it doesn't work. It's not scanning. I go, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, I'm sorry. Pardon my language. She goes, it's not my fault, bro. I go, I know it's not your fault. You're right. I'm sorry. But who? how am I going to get in there? I have to get in there. Like my fl- I have a flight to fucking Italy. Yes. I got a, I got a 10-day, nine-country trip. Why isn't my ticket working? I have a paper ticket. He goes, where'd you get it? <laughs> I, I got it at fucking CVS. Yeah. What are you talking about? Where, where did I get it? I made it at home. Right. What are you, what are you talking about? I got it from the ticket guy. He goes, well, it doesn't work. You got to go get another ticket. And I go, well, how do I know that ticket's going to work? I yes. go, can you scan my phone? He goes, mobile's not working. I go, so you're telling me I got to go back out there? He goes, that's what I'm telling you, dude. And I understand, like, he's uh, fucking mad. It's not his fault, blah, blah, blah. So I go, all right, so I got to go back through the whole line again. Excuse me, pardon me, excuse me. I go, I go back to the thing. I'm frantic. Yes. I go, someone's going to take me through the line. I need a ticket, and I need it now. This ticket doesn't work. Take this one, stick it up your ass. Take my mobile, stick it up your sister's ass. I need a ticket. Ticket. So all they do is just print me another ticket. And I go, how do I know this is going to work? Yes. They go, well, they're just shrugging. They're all looking at each oh other. Oh, my God. So I go back through again. I wait in line again a third time. Jesus, anal. And I go, you got to let me through here. Like, if this ticket doesn't work, I don't know what to do. And some lady goes, why don't you just go ahead of me? And I go, I will. Thank you. I appreciate it. I go, I've been here three times. I'm fucking losing my And I'm usually pretty cool and collected. Uh-huh. Eh, relatively. Yeah, cucumber. Finally... It scans. I go through. I get in security. I wait to security. And I like a little time over there to kind of fart around, buy some stuff. I had no time. They're already boarding, but I board first because I'm business class. That was that story. 
Wow, Jesus, what an epic tale. It was quite a situation. I don't know, maybe it stinks. Maybe the whole podcast stinks. I hate myself. Hey, we got an ad. Oh, Jesus, H. It's all about internet privacy being dead. We are Tuesdays with Stories, and we are sponsored by ExpressVPN. That's right, ExpressVPN. Did you know that the United Kingdom government passed a law requiring you to hand over your ID before you can access porn sites? Did you know that, Mark? No, I don't like that. I don't want them seeing the porn I look at. It's crazy. And what happens when your favorite porn site gets hacked, like Ashley Madison did? What would happen then? That's why I always use protection with ExpressVPN. VPN. Tell them about ExpressVPN there, Mark. Well, some of the nice features, it shields your identity, no location tracking, access anything from anywhere, totally anonymous. I like that. How do you get it? All you got to do is download the ExpressVPN app on your computer or phone, push one button, and voila, you're protected, baby. Less than seven bucks a month, 30-day money-back guarantee. Come on. Uh, Find out how you can get three months free at expressvpn.com slash Tuesdays. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com slash Tuesdays for three months free when you buy a one-year package. What a steal. Visit expressvpn.com slash Tuesdays to learn more today. Yes, expressvpn.com slash Tuesdays. Here, here. All right. So, anyways, wow, I got finally got all the way out there. And it was kind of fun. The flight attendant thought I was German. She came up to me and was like, and I was like, oh, I'm sorry, I don't speak. She goes, oh, your name's Joe List. I thought you were German. Ah. I was like, oh, that's sweet. So it is German. That's a German name, yeah. What the hell is a List? Um, Schindler. But I tell you, I don't want to get ahead of myself. But when I was in Auschwitz, when someone said we're saying wrong, I don't know how you say it. Auschwitz. Auschwitz. Auschwitz? Svitz sounds nice. I'm going to stick a Svitz. By the way, I posted a whole thing of like Auschwitz and oh, however you fucking say this crazy death can. This guy, you still pronouncing it wrong? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's what I went there. I went there to do. I went there to figure out how to fucking pronounce yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm a little fucking moved right now. Right. I'm not worried about the fucking dumb enunciation. I'm saying it the way everyone I've ever met says it, you fuck. Jesus Christ. But anyways, there was, there was a Joseph List in there. There was a Whoa. whole page of lists. Maybe one of, I might have to do 23 of me. I think it might be a big heave. Yeah, maybe. There's a whole page of Holocaust victims named Joseph List, including a Joseph spelt the same way. Wow. There's also a Sarah List and a Steph List. Now, let me ask you, how's the uh, the, the silent re over there? You got to go out with these Jews and these cats and you're eating uh, reindeer and whatnot. I mean, the menu can't be that helpful. Can you hear it in my voice? I'm a little hoarse a right little now. A little. <clears throat> yeah, it feels a little horsey. Uh, not great. Pony. I don't know. I'm pretty good. All right. Uh, I felt so good before. Now I feel like I'm stinking it up. No, no, no stink. I felt no great. Stink. I think what's happening, I'm changing in a negative way for comedy. I've never felt better in my life. I'm all happy. It comes time to the podcast. I go, ah, it was great. It was all great. I loved it. Right. It's all, I need some horrible things to happen, I guess. No, no, this is fat. You're in fucking Frankfurt. You're getting blown in Milan. We want to hear about it. Well, how about this? I go to Milan. I go to the pool. We're staying at a swanky hotel. Now, I couldn't do Greece. They went to Greece first. I couldn't do Greece because I was doing Gotham. Ah. So I said, I'll have to meet you because I got Gotham over here. And so the, the tour is Louis, Keith Robinson, Greg Hahn. Mm-hmm. And these are, these are some of the best guys on the planet. Good group. Keith Robinson is just an amazing hang. Great hang. Keeps it going. He knows how to, he's got like a black belt and hanging. He's, so, he's got a black face, too. He's, yes. he's just a great... And he's hung. Great guy. Hilarious. And uh, he's got no anxiety. Zero yes, anxiety whatsoever. Yes, you're right. He had a stroke. He can't use the right side of his face. He's got his off dominant hand he never complained one time we're the complete opposite right i had the shits for three days i was sobbing about it i kept telling everyone i bought drugs the whole thing he just doesn't even care he walks right through the whole life he's just glowing through life he's old school he's hilarious too such a great hang and just a smart guy we had some complex conversations about race and comedy the I other love thing it. he's genuine and he keeps it real and he's completely on the side of comedy. Yes. You never have to go, was Keith, uh, he was being phony back there. You never think that. No. He says he means. He's the real deal. And Greg Hahn also, check him out, H-A-N-H. H-A-N-H. He's just a big kook, big kook of a guy. He's like 6'5". He's an ex-Marine. What? And he's got a real high-energy kooky act. He's, he's pure funny. He's one of these guys that's just hilarious guy. He had me howling laughing. Yeah. Both guys, I mean, we laughed our asses off for two weeks. I mean, one of the best hangs every day. 
And it was one of those ones laid back where you're like, you want to have dinner here? Let's just, we'll meet for dinner in 10 minutes. We'll all go jerk off and come back. I love it. Beautiful hang, beautiful time. I get to Milan. Now, I'm the first one there. They're still in Greece. So I'm there at like 8 in the morning. Five-star hotel, the whole thing. Woo! I go up to the pool. I'm going to go take a swim and a steam on no sleep. I get to the pool. Now, this is kooky. Wait, where are we? Milan. Milan. Got it. Got it. Well, you had a long journey from Milan Milan to to Minsk. Minsk. Rochelle, Rochelle. Rochelle. Something, something. When the naysay is nayed, you picked up the pace. You said, nothing's going to stop me, so get out of my face. face. I'm having adventures all over the the place. place. You are so freaking talented. Talented. (coughs) (laughs) All right. Frazier, check it out. I'm losing my voice. I'm losing my train of thought, and I'm gay. You're in Milan. You're on a steam. You're on an anal, and you got no sleep. I go to the pool. Now, get this. This one, I think you're going to like this. Ooh. I get in there. It's one of these ones that the pool's like an everlasting pool. Infinity. Infinity. I don't even know if it's infinity. It's just one of the ones where the water's at the level of the ground. Oh, I like that. And there's a hot tub. Meniscus. Sure. And it's just, isn't that in your knee? Isn't that a knee thing? I tore my meniscus. Oh, shit. I think that's your knee. Eucalyptus. Wait a minute. Kevin Euclid's? Uh Johnny United? United Oh shit. Eucalyptus Ellipsis. Uh, Ellipsis. Elliptical? Ellipsis S. Grant. Wait a minute. He had a beard. I think it's meniscus. Ah, you might but be. That's right. a knee situation. What's the edge of the cup with the water when it's flush? I don't the know. Meniscus. Flush cup? Uh, call in if you know. Sippy cup? Alright, keep going. <laughs> D cup. cup. CE cup? Double D. Uh, anyways, That's so I get to the pool. It's one of those ones where the, the whole skyline is there, big pool. There's a lady in the water. Oh, boy. Isn't that weird when it's just you and a woman That's, in the pool? That's a movie, by the way. It, what? Lady, lady in, in the, the pool? Water. A lady in the water. Well, this lady's in the water. She's got a bright red bikini, two-piece, big, perfectly round, moist tits. Oh, boy. Blonde hair, all wet, slick back. And she's doing some kind of rehab vid thing. Rehab? Where she's in front of a jet, and she's doing this. I'm going to act it out for you Patreon people. Please. She's doing, a, she's doing this. Oh, come on. I swear to God, she's like shifting her hips into the thing. Like, she, like she's doing some kind of back. Like she tore her back. Uh-huh. And it's just me and her. And I got to like be like, I, I wanted to just burst out laughing. Yes. I'm like, this is hilarious. I'm in Milan. She's waist deep in water. Zero percent body fat, huge cans, and just oh my, f- like fuck it. She's miming fucking. It looked like she had a fuck machine underneath. She's just like what? doing this and like making a face, like a like a eyes closed, like ah oh. ah. Uh, uh. And then she would do a thing. So I have to get in the pool. I'm like giggling. This is a scene out of vacation. It's like a point. It's exactly what it felt like. The red bikini yes. and like hot and Italian. Oh! So I get into the water and I'm like, I'm kind of like just giggling, swimming, and I'm like, I don't, I'm, gonna, I'm trying to act normal. I'm like, sure. I'll just swim my laps, but I'm swimming my laps like down to her, and she's like, then she's like switching positions. She has two hands on the edge, just doing like a. Ugh. Oh, come <laughs> on! It's ridiculous. And then she does a thing after like a few minutes of that, she would jog down to the other end of the pool while spinning, huh. like a spinning. Jaw. Like it looked like, she, like I said, she was rehabilitating like a leg or right. a meniscus or something. But she's doing a, a prancy spin skip, and I got no, I can't see anything without my glasses. So it's, a, it's a moment. It's the only time I ever want to have eye surgery. Yes. So I can look at a re- rehabilitating big titted Italian lady in a pool. Yeah, good call. That'd be a great brochure for LASIK. It's not bad. Uh-huh. It's a good commercial. But so she goes back and then she would do more of it. And then eventually she got out and just like, you know, toweled off or whatever. But I'm like, this is a hilarious start to a trip. It's also one of those ones where you're like, I wish any one person was I here know, I know. to see this. And, and I'm like, I'll get a photo. But, you know. And then like a weirdo because those three guys arrive and Greg Hahn, I'm meeting for the first time. But I'm like, there was a lady doing this weird thing. And he's like, what? Like, I just met him. So he yeah. thinks I'm like a weird perv. But I'm like, ah, it was crazy. That is always a weird thing when you meet a guy. You're like, how pervy can I get out of the gate? Yeah. We're clearly both pervs because we have testicles. But and we're friends with Louie. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you never know. Like, can I perv out immediately? Because I did it once, and the guy ratted on me. Mm. I talked about, hey, you see that girl down there? What? And the guy was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then he told this guy later and this girl, like, met this guy. And he went immediately talking about this girl's tits. And, uh, and they told me, and I was like, oh, fuck this guy. Oh, geez. Yeah, that's rough when you're like, you have to feel people out. Because some guys aren't like, hey, look at that girl. Exactly. They don't have that. They don't like it. Or they pretend to not have that. Yeah, maybe. Or they're just dead inside. Something's up. How about this? Let me ask you this. I went and got a massage in one of the places, Romania. I'm going to have to just slowly trickle into some of these stories. Dick trickle. 
I'm in Romania, and I, I mean, I'm, I'm sore. We've been traveling. I'm walking. And then I went to Auschwitz, which yeah. I can get into another time. But Off switch. Come back from there, and, uh, you know, I'm all stressed. So I get a massage. I'm like, I'm going to get a massage. And uh, it wasn't in Romania. It was in Poland, because that's where Auschwitz is. I'm oh. not, I wonder how many people have ever gone to a concentration camp and then gotten a massage later the same day. Oh, yeah. Probably a bunch, but not that many. No. Definitely not a Jew. Um, but anyways, I came back. I got the massage. But, uh, and I've never gotten massages. I don't like people touching me. But mm. my Adam's apple, and you know about Adam's apple problems. Oh, yeah. My Adam's apple is resting on the massage table. Is that normal? No, no. Because I had my head in the head hole in the thing. donut. Yeah, but my Adam's apple it was pushing in. Oh, that's bad news. And uh, all I can think about was these movies where the Marines go like, and they fucking yeah. kill you. And she kept kneading me, like kneeling in, and it was pushing my Adam's apple. It ruined the whole massage. Of course. For 30 minutes, I was like, I think my Adam's apple is displaced, and it actually hurt. It was like sore. Huh. Yeah, I didn't like it. So I Googled <laughs> Adam's apple massage after because I was freaking out. Yeah. And I'll tell you what comes up. Everyone go home, do an experiment. Google Adam's apple massage. What comes up is a gay parlor in Indonesia. Ah. It's called Adam's apple massage. I like it. Gay gay massage parlor. A-A-M. So now I look gay. Adam and Eve, not Steve. All right, you got to take over. My throat hurts. I got nothing. Oh, how's your Adam's apple? It's not good. I'm, I'm still not 100%. Wow. Well, what, you just got a massage? I don't feel like you're a massage type. I know, but I was sore, and we were traveling and sleeping, and it was there. So I was like, let me just get it. All right. Well, I just want to talk about how the uh, the, the New York comedy scene is in a, a frenzy. I, I feel like we're in a big boom, baby. A boom, boom. Yeah. Uh, first of all, the stand is opened. They had a big opening party. Everybody's there. It was such a fun night. It pours out into the street. It's right on 15th Street, 16th Street, right in Union Square. Whatever. Ari shows up with the, the wacky suit, as you do, and Giannis and me are talking, and uh, DeRosa's back in town, and uh, we get just a good group and a hang. We're all yucking up, laughing, pushing each other in the bushes, and just... Then you're like, oh, you're on. They're doing a show down, like a marathon show. So you run down, you do a set, sold out main room. There's 200 people in there. You're, I love that we call it the main room. Feels cool. And you go down, you do your set, you rip it open, you run back up, you go back and hang, you got a free cocktail. It's a great time. And then you run out of there and go do a seller set, and it's all fun. Yes, you good got, times. You, you got your crew, you got your comedy. We are in a boom. And then, before you know it, the Cellar Show is back on, live this week at the Comedy Cellar. Oh, yes, the TV. The TV show. So now you're writing bits and bads for the show, and you're zinging and zanging. You're running from the stand to New York Comedy Club, back to the cellar, back to the stand. It's back, baby. The whole scene is back. All these other clubs are there. There are satellites now. These, I feel like that's the trifecta. Uh-huh. That The New York, the cellar, the stand. And the stand is so pretty, and it's well done. It's illuminated and stylish and gay and uh the seller show so i'm on the seller show the next night so i really wrote i wrote for like two days i pulled a marill and just hunkered down you were gone turned the lights out put on a candle and a miner's hat and just started writing all these topical jokes sure i go do it i go like third fourth have a sweet spot on the show the crowd is hot everybody's killing i have the set of my life Wow. New material. You know, you're nervous about the new. You ever have that thing? I think you had this with Letterman. I was just not nervous. I was like, I got this. Sure. And uh, I went up and I ripped it, and I got two jokes on the show the first night and uh, just had a great time. Then you run out of there. I ran and did a Jewish gig. Bomb. Temple gig. Oh, wow. Brutal. It was at the Harmony Club on 60th and 6th or something. It's like chandeliers and all the everybody's in a tuxedo the youngest guy there was 80 well they can be temple mental aha uh -huh. that's true temple mental clock it so um <laughs> yeah we just uh it was me emmy blotnick and uh the stone and stone hosted you know, oh the Jewish, uh, they're fun uh, i like twins. those guys yeah. yeah so greg and joe i go on and they're like you gotta do 20 i was like all right i go on nothing worked bombing you got to change everything you're like do you guys know uber you're super old do you know about uber juber <laughs> yeah they didn't know about anything i had a joke about like getting like dating apps uh, they don't know anything about that just old guy one of guys sitting there and they they don't care about what they what you what you think so he's just going oh geez like front row loose pants uh, he's got a stroke cane next to him just oh a loose pants no good brutal 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 bomb then you 
You get your check. You get out of there. You go back to the cellar to do. I uh, did the. Uh, what do you call it with the table? The, sh- the video. Oh, I hate the table part. The table wasn't great. It's never great. It's you know, they they try to reenact like a live hang. Like a tough crowd, but they just put people together that don't belong to you. They made me, me and Sarah do it together. But we're just uh, having like a husband-wife chat or something. I know, and it's so inauthentic. You're trying to be bitty and riffy, but you're trying to look natural at the same time. But it's I no had good. Dan Natterman and Jessica Kearson. Oh, that's fun. So I love both of them. They're both killer comics, but... Me and Kirsten were are so dark. We like a good abortion line, a good miscarriage, a good Holocaust. And he's not into that. He's very, like, prim and proper. Like, well, you know, what I think is uh, you guys are a little over the line here. And oh, you're like, interesting. God, you're killing us, Danny. But we had a good time. And uh, that's just, I don't know. That's all I wanted to get into. This episode stinks. I suck. <laughs> Fuck my I asshole. I feel like I got nothing over here. So the next night, this is where comedy's at. We get a text... I run a show at New York Comedy Club called Hot Soup every Wednesday. Blake Griffin wants to go on. Oh. I know. He texts uh, our booker, and our booker's like, well, what? what do you think? And I go, well, put him on just because uh, he'll tweet out it. We'll sell out the show. And I got to tell you, he went on. I had to follow him, and he went on. The place is sold out. There's like 38 20-year-old Jewish kids in there. It looked like a fucking bar mitzvah. They're all wearing jerseys and the, the Blake hats and everything oh. and little, little triangular God. flags. I had to follow Patrick Ewing at New York Comedy Club the other night. <laughs> well, better than Magic Johnson. Luke Longley was at the stand. Yeah, that's Stockton. So uh, he, he goes sti- on. He steals. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, I felt happy about that one. I liked it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Woo. All-time leader. Yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh man! Yeah, we're back. Yeah. So Blake Griffin goes on. Every girl in the room is just creaming. You know, he's six twelve, whatever the hell he is. Is that hot though? I don't oh, get it. Oh, he's a hunk. He looks half retarded. He, isn't there too tall, ladies? Isn't there a thing that's I, too? I think I, I'm it. By the way, I'm too tall. No, no, no. Look how long I am. You're, like, you're just on the right. Patreon. Look at this. You're lanky and gay. No he's, one's into that. He here's what he is. He's you know, the big-titted Pamela Anderson of men. Oh, you know what I, mean? he's I a, see. He's a, he's a Barbie doll. I see, okay. He's the he's a, bim, he's a mimbo, a male bimbo. But I, I just think I, if I was a girl, I mean, I'm half gay, evidently, because I look at, like, Dwight Howard, and I'm like, his shoulders are too big. It's oh, not those hot. are great. I, I don't know how he came out of a cervix you with need, that shit. Give me, like a, like, like, a Steve Nash or something. I mean, he's a little ugly, but. Yeah, he's not a. Got a bad mug. Maybe Pippin or Larry something. Larry Bird is a is a gargoyle as well. If oh, we're going down he's that terrible. Road. One of the worst mustaches in history. <laughs> Was that a stash? He had a stash. Oh, I thought he had some Cheetos or something up there. Yeah. So either way, uh, Blake goes on, and I got to tell you, I don't know, you know, if he wrote it, if I wrote it, if if Don Rickles wrote it, or whoever wrote it, but he had bits. Really. And he had solid timing, and he he got heckled at one point, and he he retorted and it killed well i mean i love to stand corrected but i I just think i don't know if he's running the triangle offense during the day i don't know how he's writing jokes at night well here's the thing too you got to realize he's a smart guy he's mixed or whatever he's fusion half black half white that makes you smart well i think you grow up and you kind of have to deal with that like people say dumb shit or they ask you questions what are you what do you look like i think it makes you a little more uh aware okay and he's like a freakishly tall so he's had some uh he's had some resistance or something yes some hardships sure i don't know hardships sure i don't know about that he's got a, he's got a pretty good life but either way he was talking shit about the other players and saying this about lebron and you're like oh you get it oh he that's gets fun it. So he went up and you know he's got the well the well dressed and he's quaffed and here's the thing yeah he's six ten but he's also a zillionaire right so like he's got everything that the ladies want a huge dong he's rich he's stylish he's kind of ethnic and fun so he goes up he's pretty good and we light him and he goes oh oh I got the light I gotta get out of here like he respected oh, the light oh wow that's nice I thought he was gonna be some hotshot zillionaire you know NBA cunt who ran the light and did whatever he wanted but no he respected okay sounds like he's a nice guy I gotta come around on him he watched all the sets complimented made notes did this did that hung out throughout the whole show and uh couldn't have been nicer oh that's nice so I'm not saying he's the next Carlin but uh he's trying I think I just resent these people that are dabbling into comedy like he has it. a job. I He's get a full time basketball player. Yes. Chris Catan can suck my asshole. But sure. 
Tom Green, I'm iffy on Steve-O, can blow me. I hate these guys. Steve-O, uh, he's got the... Uh, I went and saw because he's balancing a, a seal off his dick. Get okay, all right. Well, I mean, yeah, I get nervous about... I don't think the people can just pop in. I agree. He's on the show. He's done, what, nine sets? But he's yeah. a basketball player, so he gets to be on the show. It I seems agree. a little fishy. I, I'm not crazy about it either, but he sold out the room, and the, the crowd, they can't... Like, I had to go on after him to be like, all right, you twats, listen to me now. I actually know how to do this, and I'm trying, and he doesn't need this, and I do. Here's what it is. I think I'd respect it more if one of these ex-Jake the Snake Roberts or whatever uh-huh. went to an open mic. Mm. Like, he just gets to go straight to the funny bone. Oh, he's a headliner. Right, right, Blake right. Griffin's on at the cellar. I well, hear why you. don't you go to the fucking Village Lantern and take your name out of a hat or whatever the fuck? Well, yeah, they get the perks. They can skip the line. Yeah, all right. Percocets. Yep. So, uh, you know, I had to follow him. It's just a weird thing. You're like, this, this, is, this is where my life is. I'm following Blake Griffin. How it's about exciting, that? though. It's exciting. So then I popped down to Kansas City. You Ooh, ever been there? Barbecue. Yeah, I've been down to Kansas City. Going to Kansas City. Sucking my own dick. That's the lyric. <laughs> so uh, do the improv there. Great improv. Feels like one of those uh, like mom and pop improvs. Really? Yeah. It felt what? very like dis- disconnected from the chain. And uh, sure, it's in the mall and all that, but like had a good opener. Uh, this guy, Cliff Cash. I know Cliff Cash. Cool dude. We hung out the whole weekend. We got barbecue. We went out one night had one of those like epic uh, benders, you mm. know, like just start drinking tequila at the club then you go to the the sports bar with the with the college kids and you go oh, I know a place by the time four o'clock a.m ran around it was raining and the guy opening goes uh I know a jazz bar that opens at four what and closes at 1 p.m and we're like let's go it's called the foundation wow we're over there in the rain we're all wet and drunk and silly and we get in there it's just a bunch of white drunk dudes like from I don't know, with boat shoes and salmon shorts, and they just want to keep drinking. And there's a jazz band upstairs popping some Coltrane, shucking and jiving. They got skewers and barbecue and whatnot in there. We did it up. I wow. fell. Asleep. I went to. I went home at six. Uh, you know, eight a.m. Woke up at four. We got barbecue at Arthur Blake's, something like that. Arthur Blake Griffin. And uh, just I ate my asshole out of my uh, my own jizz and uh, pork. My, I ate my weight in pork. That's ah. the word. And had some great sets and uh, work. I'm working out some new fun fun time when you're working out new. Feels good. Yes. So Kansas City was a treat, folks. This episode is also brought to you by Upstart. As most of us have found out the hard way, getting into debt is easy. Getting out of it is hard, especially if you're. FICO score isn't great. FICO. Thankfully, is that what it is? Yeah. I don't know anything about anything. Thankfully, now there's Upstart.com, the revolutionary lending platform that knows you're more than just your credit score. It offers the smarter interest rates to help you pay off high interest credit card debt. Oh, yeah. Upstart goes beyond the traditional FICO score when assessing your credit worthiness. Uh, Upstart believes you're more than just your credit score. They make it fast, simple, easy to check your rate in just a few minutes without affecting your score. The best part, once the loan is approved, the m- most people get their funds the very next business day. The next day, over 200,000 people have used Upstart to pay off credit cards, student loans, fund their wedding, or even make a big purchase. Free yourself from the burden of high-interest credit card debt by consolidating everything into one monthly payment with Upstart. That's good. See why Upstart is ranked number one in their category with over 300 businesses on Trustpilot. And hurry to upstart.com slash Tuesdays to find out how low your Upstart rate is. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes and it won't affect your credit. That's upstart.com slash Tuesdays. All right. Now, Kansas City can't compare to... Romania. Well, I was in Romania and Bulgaria, which uh, no one goes to Bulgaria. I never even, I don't know anything about Bulgaria. Romania, no. I know Simona Halep, the tennis player that I love. And Dracula. I know like... Um, that's Transylvania. That's that's where we were. We were in Transylvania, which is oh, in Romania. Okay, there you we go. We were in Cluj or whatever. Cluj. And uh, yes. Ceausescu, I remember that from Seinfeld. Remember he dates the Romanian oh, uh, yes. gymnast. That's right. The be- Maybe the women to keep beautiful. the tape. <laughs> Uh, yes, he was not a good dictator. Um, but anyway, so we go to Romania, and then Poland, by the way, was uh, off the hook, do you say? Off the chain? 
Off we the went charts. to Warsaw, which was fun. And I had to have some pot. I went to, uh, how about this? We were in Milan, and I was like, I got to have some Italian food. I haven't had it in five months. Like, my throat's all fucked up, but I got to do it. I'm in Italy. Are you seeing the sights? Of course. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. We went everywhere. I mean, I went everywhere. But we go to Milan, and we went sightseeing. Louis and I went to some. He's like, I want to see some uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Not DiCaprio. Who's the other Leonardo? Da Vinci. Da Vinci, yes. Uh-huh. That's funny. They're both duh. Uh, Leonardo. Leonardo. Duh. No duh. There's a doe and a da, back to back. Yeah. Leonardo Da Vinci. Leonardo DiCaprio. There you go. This is one of the worst episodes I've ever had. You're doing great. I don't know. I think you're bringing me down. Uh, I think I might be. No, I'm joking. I was just in a, I'm, I'm in too good of a place. Tomorrow's going to be better. We're going to record tomorrow. So oh, next yeah. week's is going to be hot. We're going to warm hot. up a little bit. We're sorry, folks. We're I haven't all over seen you. Yeah, I'm all fucked up. I went to bed at 10.45 p.m. last night. That's kooky. Woke up at 7 today. I've been up since 7 a.m. Huh. I'm one of these people now. I go yeah. to bed at 10 and wake up at 7. You're that guy. I was at the gym at 8 o'clock this morning. Wow. Kooky. What are you doing, synchronized swimming? I don't even know anymore. I feel like you're up there with the old people. You're doing like the weird band stretching. You got Mm. a headband on. The ball. Yeah. (laughs) I like those balls. I like balls too. Anyways, where the fuck am I? We went to Milan. We go to eat at Italian. They're like, this is the best family-owned restaurant in all of Milan. So we're like, let's go there. They stay open late for us. The restaurant is called Dici or B-I-C-E. It's the restaurant... That George Shapiro takes Orny to in the movie Comedian. Overpriced, overhyped, over, over everything. everything. Bring it on. So yeah. we go there. I'm like, where do I know this logo from? I'm like, is there one of these in New York? There used to be. It's closed now. Right. It's probably because they trashed it on Comedian. But we were there. We went to that restaurant. I did that wow. exact line. But uh, it's the original one, family owned and operated. They stay open late just for us. They made us the pasta, some crazy dish. I haven't had Italian food since the 50s. Sure. Delicious. Great time. We take off. We go over to Warsaw, Poland, which is a kooky town because the Nazis destroyed everything. Uh-huh. Like 99% of the buildings, the whole thing. So it's all rebuilt up to made to look old. Oh. So you're looking at it. You're like, this is an amazing city. But you're like, oh, it's all built in 1948 because the Nazis really did a number on those Polacks. But they try to keep the look. Yeah, they rebuilt the look. Uh-huh. But uh, that was fun. I'll get into Auschwitz the next week episode. But this is a fun one. We go out in uh, Romania, and you just get kooky. You're starting to get tired, and you're doing all this travel. But you're all together, me and Keith and Greg and Louie. And uh, one of the nights, we're out walking around in uh, Bulgaria. Wow, this is bananas. And there's a comedy club there, Sofia, Bulgaria. There's a group of comics that just started a comedy scene. There should be a documentary. Uh-huh. They're the only comedy. There's like nine of them. It's been going on for like oh. five years. They opened a comedy club. We went and visited. They were all thrilled. Wow. We all took turns getting on stage. It was after the show had ended. We we're just us. It's like the four of us and like the five of them. Whoa. And we all went on stage and just got kooky together. Like Greg, uh, Keith just hosted a show. He's yeah. like, ladies and gentlemen, he's talking to literally the four of us. Oh, this is awesome. And he goes, ladies and gentlemen, He's been on the Tonight Show. He's got a big dick. He's got herpes. Joe List. And yes. I came up and I told her, I was like, how many skunks does it take to stink up a room? A few. And then they're booing me and stuff. <laughs> and I go back to Keith Robinson. He brings out Greg. He brings out Louie. And Louie just starts saying weird shit. And then he brings out the local comics. Wow. They don't know what to do. This is magical. Good hang. Everyone had drinks. We sat in the club. It was really fun. It was quite a thrill for them. And it was fun for us. Then we go out. We're just in silly moods. So we walk by. We start talking about planking. And then Louie's like, what's a plank? Who planks? Whatever. I go. We're talking about who can plank the longest. And Greg Hahn goes, I'll plank for five minutes. He's 59 years old. But he's a a Marine. Marine. So, you know, I go, there's no chance you're planking for five minutes. He goes, I'll do it right now. 59. So then he gets down to plank. And Louie goes, I'll outplank. I can outplank you. I go, I don't think that. So we get down. We're in the middle of the street. It's Greg, 59-year-old Greg Hahn and social pariah fucking <laughs> Louis C.K. are planking. And this is no booze involved. This is No, no one's drinking. Wow. We're in Bulgaria, and all these Bulgarians start going, what the fuck is this? What is this? And I'm these filming Americans. the things. And they're just sitting there planking. They're shaking, and, like, you know, Louis's fat, the whole thing. Right. And uh, there's, like, a, a crowd of people gathering around, and Keith's just going, look at these motherfuckers, whatever it's saying his thing. And wow. he's just, I can't stop laughing. And I'm counting down, like, 150, two minutes. Two fifty. They got up to two minutes and seventeen Whoa. seconds. Louis bailed, and then once Louis bailed, he's like, "I'm bailing if he's bailing." And I was like, "I knew it." So then I'm like, "All right, well, I'm gonna beat two seventeen. Yeah. So now I get down there. They're all cheering me on. They're all calling. You know, Keith's like, "He's shaking. He's shaking like a little uh. bitch." The whole thing. And Louis's like, "There's no way he's gonna." Ma-. They're taking bets. Louis's like, "He's he'll make it." Louis's nice because he knows me. Yeah. I'm like, "There's no way I'm not gonna beat these guys." This is amazing. It was pretty fun. We got, I got up to two eighteen. I tell you, I was shaking like fucking Ali. Wow. And uh, finally, I was like, all right, 218, I won. 
And poor Greg, I feel bad because he could have gone longer, but he's like, uh, now he's just second place. But I'm like, we're not doing it again. We got to move on. So then we walk great. a couple blocks, and now there's like some, you know, hip nightclub thing, and the music's blasting out. So like Louis just starts dancing, and I start, we all just start dancing, uh-huh. you know? We have a big dance party out there. And uh, I take my shirt off. I'm like doing the flo- uh, flossing your asshole with the shirt. Yeah. And I was just thinking how funny it would be if it was one of the people that, you know, people really, some people hate Louis. Sure. This would be such a funny time to come recognize him. We were like, yeah, we destroyed him. He's out and he's just doing the running man. Uh, <laughs> this but is lunch. Anyways, I understand people hate him and I apologize if you hate me because of it. Well, grow up. Well, what a treat. This is the, kind of the beauty of travel. I feel like it kind of... It makes you come out of your anal, your shell a little bit, and you gotta get goofy and loose, and you're all you're in the middle of nowhere. There's no you don't know anybody. It lets you get off the cuff. Well, it was a great hangs, and just like it was one of those ones where we talk about comedians. It, it just takes traveling with someone really brings you together. Yes, because you're spending all day, you're all stressed, you're all trying to get there. The shows are interesting, the shows are weird, and there's so much downtime. Because right. the hour that he's on stage, me, Keith, and Greg are just getting to know each other, and there's two shows a night, so it's two hours a night of just chatting. Plus all the travel, the train rides. So after like 10 days, you're like, I love you guys. Right. I fucking love you guys. Like, I'm like, I'm going to miss you. I'm getting emotional. And it's like, you, it's a nice way to become like close with somebody. We are like, I feel like I'm close friends with these people. Completely. Same with Montreal. The weekend there, you're like, you're hanging out with people. You're like, all right, we're, we're fucking friends. This we're is like, tight. it's nice. I love you. And you just want to say, like, I fucking love you. Now, I love hanging out with you. And the phone probably isn't cooking too much, so you're not really on that as much. No, and no one's really on their phone. They're like old assholes. I mean, Keith Talk checks in. Every day. He's like a real mentor to people. He checks in with all is those guys. Right? Yeah, yeah, he's a special guy. Wow. But then this is the funnest moment, and then we got to wrap it up here. We're at an hour already. Yay! But uh, we're walking. Louie and I, we're always walking ahead of Keith because he's got a fucking stroke. He walks like a uh, lunatic. Right, like right, he's dragging his foot like Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah. So Greg's a sweet guy. He's a Marine. So he just keeps walking because Louie and I, after a while, you're like, all right, I got to just walk a normal pace here. So they're like 20 feet back. We're walking. Louie and I, and there's like a little nook in the city. And I, I'm walking, and there's a homeless guy just standing there like, well, it's like a haunted house. I go, whoa, I didn't know he was there because he's just standing like just behind a corner. Uh-huh. And it scared the fuck out of me. And I was like, oh, sorry, sir. So we walk about 10 feet, and I'm like, let's stop and watch them when they realize this guy's uh-huh. here. It's like, a, it's like a haunted house scene. Wow. So we stop, we turn, and Keith and Greg are walking. They're just being goofballs. And I'm like, this is going to be funny when they notice him. For whatever reason, they stop right in front of the homeless uh-huh. guy. They don't notice him, and there's music playing across the street. So Keith... He just starts dancing again. Uh, he's doing this like cookie dance, like he's getting really into it. And yeah. then now Greg notices him. We know that there's a homeless guy standing there. And Greg just goes, hey, Keith, take a look to your right. And Keith looks, and there's a homeless guy, like all disheveled and fuck up poo on his face. Yeah. You know? And he just looks up at this American black guy doing like just dancing his ass <laughs> off. And he's like, I'm sorry, brother. And then he's like, does anyone have any money? And so uh, Louie had to come down and give him like a $50 bill and whatever wow. the fuck that thing was. But it was pretty... Pretty fun. One of those things that's way funnier if I'm you're there. I'm it all in my head with the cobblestones, the old buildings, the Poland. This is great. Cobblestones in my throat. You got that right. Uh, but anyways, reading. it was a special time. I'm sorry about this episode. I feel like I brought you down. I stunk. and uh, No, no. That was good. There was I'm in, some good in there. I'm in, sprinkled. I need some uh, turmoil. I'm too happy in, right now. Hey, that's good. The, the people want you to be happy. Well... I'll be funnier next time. But hey, I got serious dates coming up. I got to plug some of these dates. Oh, I like. I prefer prunes. I hope we're not one of these podcasts where people stop listening when we plug the dates. Oh, this could is, be. we want you to come see us. Some people plug in the beginning, I've noticed. We should start doing that. Well, tonight I'm at the Comedy Cellar at 10 p.m. I got Big Dick Rogers on the show, Caitlin New Hairdo, Palufo, and uh, it's going to be fun. So come out 10 p.m., Comedy Cellar. This weekend, Side Splitters, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, me and Ketch, and Orlando on Wednesday. Hit me up for the details. I forget the name of the goddamn bar. He's going to be mad. This comes out tomorrow? Yeah. Oh, boy. All right. Yeah. So Wednesday, Orlando, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Side Splitters. Next weekend, Denver Comedy Works, August 8th, 9th, and 10th. Come out to that one, please, for the love of God, if you're listening, come to the shows. And then Acme in Minneapolis, you know I need you, August 15th, 16th, 17th, and Soho theater in london august 30th and 31st these are big shows please come out i also have omaha coming up and albany coming up uh burlington vermont i think is in october and uh, laugh boston thanksgiving weekend i want to make that one a big one so come out to that and boy um, big dates yeah a lot of big dates 
ComedianJoeList.com. I'm out of energy. My throat hurts. I don't know what to do with my life. All right. I'm all over the road. This weekend, woo-ha-ha, which is what? About an hour from Mass? I mean, I'm from Boston? Uh, Less. About 45 minutes. All about right. an hour, 45 minutes. Make the drive. All the Beantown folks keep hitting me up. This is close enough. I hear it's a cool room. Never been excited. Going to get a rental car. Head on up. Then I'm at uh, Rooster Tea Feathers. Oh, I love that club. That'll be fun. Love that room. Love that area. Just a nice, sunny, bright area. Sunny day. Charlotte Comedy Zone with my vet, Chris L. Indianapolis Helium Comedy Club. All you indie cunts, let's hug it out. Denver Comedy Works right on the heels of old Silent Re. Uh, going out to L.A. La La Land. Doing La Jolla Comedy Store. I'm going to do a... Couple of big podcasts, if you know what I mean. That's exciting. And uh, hopefully that'll help this one. Punchline, Sacramento, California, yay. Dallas, Texas, at the Addison Improv with Chris L, I believe. And then uh, something chestening. What? Bully. Oh, uh, the bull. Fat bull. Yeah. Austin Comedy Club, Cap City, Acme, and Minneapolis. And Spokane, Tacoma, Roar in Springfield, Mass. And, uh, You're doing Roar and Woo-Ha-Ha? Yeah. That's interesting. Too close? They seem close. Oh, God. Well, they're months apart. Side splitters in Tampa. Tampa, Tampa, Tampa. Then we're at the Santa Ana Casino oh, right yes. outside of Albuquerque. Albuquerque. We're doing a live pod. We're doing some stand-up. Portland Helium. Portland. I'm, I'm running some hours at the uh, Dead Crow and uh, the Blue Room. You heard about this Blue Room? I think I'm doing that in Missouri. Yes. Yeah, I'm doing that too at some point. Sam just did it. Was raving. Oh, really? Yeah, I'll be there too. I gotta, I gotta bring all my dates. I don't know what I'm doing. I gotta. I'm in. You know, this is what the thing is with me right now. I did 14 days just for laughs. The tour with Louis. I'm burnt out. I took Sunday and Monday off. I'm trying to be off right now right, right i'm off tomorrow i'm back to work next week's episode is gonna be great yeah baby. i'm unplugged right now i'm hey, done for you're like nirvana i got nothing you're unplugged so yeah thanks for listening get on the patreon tell a friend it's growing we're growing my dick's a grower not a shower praise allah buy a shirt merch pump is still out there chipotle he can't have it uber we love we'll see you on the road Bart, sweep. Thank you.